3: Presented by at and Connecting changes everything.
4: Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results.
2: An Radio podcast. Hey, welcome back to all new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. Of course, I'm Jared Haben, joined always somewhere in the world by Dean Unglert. We have a great episode coming up. We have an amazing guest slash co-host this week. Because, you know, it's the holiday season, the more the merrier. You know her from her time on The Bachelor franchise, both on Nick Viall's season of The Bachelor and uh bachelor in paradise of course a couple times uh it is the amazing the beautiful angela amazqua
5: (laughs) did i say that correctly you did you got it i'm so proud of you
2: i should be i tried it before uh so the listeners can i said amazqua i don't know i'm terrible with names i can't even (laughs) everybody butchers
5: it yeah everybody butchers it it's fine
2: i really just blame rhode island for my lack of ability to pronounce words it's quite depressing it's the rhode island school system i love my right. home state so much but i'm very stupid and you I blame know you, them.
0: you know what they say jared it's a it's a poor carpenter that blames his tools right
2: uh oh oh yeah i'm i'm in i have no shame saying that i'm a poor carpenter i blame <laughs> my tools anytime i can so first of all angela of course everybody knows you are from the bachelor franchise but how are you what's going on in your life
5: I am. I'm good. You know, I'm trying to just survive 2020 like everybody else. I have stayed healthy so far, so that's a blessing. And that's basically like everyone's main goal in life right now, I think. (laughs) So I feel like we are living in a movie. It's really weird. And I'm like everyone else, just ready for it to be over, even though I'm sure it's not going to be anytime soon. I've been trying to stay busy, stay healthy and stay sane um you know I've been working as much Join the as I club can on that one. I know I know I've been trying to work as much as I can but like my job it's basically being around people with modeling you know so mm. it's been my life has been scaled back way more than I'm used to because before COVID I was always on a plane like literally a couple times like a month if not more and it's just been kind of weird to stay stagnant for a while but I'm I'm enjoying it also to you know. How's that been going,
2: by the way? Yes, so you are a model. Um, Mm -hmm. So how do you do that remotely? Because you said you still have work, which is yeah. I mean.
5: Yeah, it's just and it's only been in the last couple of months. Um, You know, it's just things are I'm sure you guys know because you're also in like the industry quote (laughs) the industry. So it things are starting to ramp back up, you know, it's more like you just get tested before people are, you know, wearing masks and the shields and you're trying to distance as much as you can. You just, you know, working with what we have, but I missed it. That's for sure. I'm a, I'm such an extrovert that like I hate not being around people. So, you know, quarantine especially has been a little bit difficult for me.
0: You're quarantining in Chicago? Is that where you live?
5: South Carolina.
0: Oh, South Carolina.
2: Plus.
0: <laughs> why, why did I think Chicago – you did live in Chicago for a bit, right?
5: I mean, I basically did. I didn't ne- – yeah. never officially, but okay, pretty much, yeah.
0: So South Carolina. South What part of South Carolina?
5: Um, It's like upstate South Carolina. So I'm about an hour and a half to Charlotte and then two hours to Atlanta. So it actually works out really good because, you know, a lot of my bookings will be in Charlotte or Atlanta or sometimes around here. And I can just jet there in a day and come back. So it's like a good landing spot for me. South Carolina
2: is where the notebook house is, right?
5: Yeah. So that's in Charleston. Charleston's like three Mm. hours away. So I'm more kind of inland, which is unfortunate because I'm such a beach, like ocean girl. And I would love to live on the ocean, but i I kind of been like in the mood the last couple of years thinking like, all right, I think I've had my chapter here. I'm ready to to move. But I just everything for me, I'm kind of one of those like I want everything to fall into place and for it to feel right. I never want to force anything. And so and then COVID hit. And I was just like, whatever. We'll see what happens.
0: I've been to two places in South Carolina, uh, Hilton Head and Myrtle mm-hmm. Beach, and they both were fabulous.
5: You liked Myrtle Beach. I'm shocked.
0: Well, I w- so I have family <laughs> that lives out there, and I visited a couple times in my teens. So I I guess, uh, okay, through as a those teenager, glasses, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. As a teenager, Myrtle Beach is kind of like mm, anymore, but no, Hilton Head is gorgeous. I really love Hilton Head because it's more remote, it's not as touristy. And whenever I'm at the beach, I don't want to be around everybody, I just want to relax and chill and not be bothered
2: you said something that was pretty interesting to me uh, angelo which was mm-hmm. uh you are the type of person that needs to wait until everything falls into place before you can actually make a, a significant move and mm-hmm. it's interesting because i want you to talk to dean about that because i feel like dean's the complete opposite yeah and i feel like somewhere in the middle of your two is where i'm at yeah. um so but before we get into that conversation of course we're a dating podcast so let's just get to the dirt of things what's going on in your dating life
5: um. What is going on in my dating life? Well, I mean, I'm not wifed up officially, obviously. Um, officially, I, well, is I'm an just like... way of phrasing it. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that then. I'm not wiped up. I am dating. I am having fun. I'm enjoying talking to different individuals. Um, but I'm not like official. What I mean is, I'm not officially in a relationship. I'm right, right, right,
0: right, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that what is you where your so
5: girl about? is at. I'm talking to people.
2: Oh, so you're like the bachelorette right now. You're in your final <laughs> two. No, no.
5: no, I'm just like, well, and COVID sucks because it's obviously hard to date during COVID, you know? So, yeah.
2: Oh, it's impossible.
5: Yeah. Like, you guys are it, lucky because you have somebody to just like chill with all the time. I'm like, it sucks. Right. <laughs> Lots
0: of well, Netflix. Well, Lots and of Angela, Netflix. I, I got to so. say too. Every everything you say here, this is a safe space. We have probably like a dozen listeners every single week, so Maybe the odds of any here. of the of anyone you know listening to this podcast are are, are slim to none. Okay. Uh, so I just yeah. want I just <laughs> want to make that clear. You know that you, you can share things, and oh, yeah. you're not going to get in trouble for anything. You know, yeah. You guys
5: just, are so unpopular. Let me tell you. Well, <laughs>
0: just the
2: three of us here. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is just a passion project at this point. You know, oh, so okay. it's, it's like like I said, it's just it's just a safe space. <laughs> How, how do so these guys that you're dating? And again, we'll try to remain as like ambiguous as as you prefer. But uh, did you meet them before quarantine? Has it like an ongoing relationship via like just texting, Zoom, or what's kind of been the the process? Because you know, like like you said, quarantining it's it's kind of like you want to maintain some sanity, and and I think by maintaining sanity, you have to maintain some normalcy in your life, right? Uh, right. And so so you want to date as normal as possible. So what's kind of been your like uh, way about doing that?
5: So, I mean, yeah, it's just a lot of FaceTiming, texting, like phone conversations. And then I've had some, a few like in real life dates that have been like safe, you know, COVID friendly. And it's just so awkward because it's like before you, you know, go on a date, you're like, hey, have you been tested? Like it's like an STD or something. But just to be in someone's present, it's so awkward. And then it's like you go on this date and, it's like, if it's your first date or whatever, you have to wear this mask and it's just embarrassing. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it's such a weird new thing, you know? So um, yeah, I've done a lot of FaceTiming. I've had in-person dates. Um, yeah, so it's just a mix, but obviously like the in-person dates aren't as frequent as right. like, FaceTime and texting. A friend of mine went on a first
2: date with this guy and she was like saying that she's gonna do everything safe and it's gonna be fine they went to a bar they were social distancing and then she was like oh then we got had a couple drinks and then we made out at the end of the night and it's like oh that <laughs> that worked out well huh
5: oh no that's what i mean it's like before you go on a date you're like hey have you been tested in the last couple of days like what you know, it's just, like, you don't know this person. You're asking them about their personal life. Who have you been around? Have you been careful? Like, do you – are you safe? Like, what? Right. It's just, ugh.
0: I think – and it's funny, too, because it's, like, the purpose of a date is to, like, get close to someone. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. like, you want to be safe about it. But at the same time, it's, like, you still need to have some, like, some – some uh, like purpose to the date i don't know yeah. I, it, it's definitely COVID's
2: changed the game from like do i sleep with someone on the first date to do i get within six, six feet right. of someone on the first date <laughs> do i give them a hug goodbye or not
0: yeah, yeah i
5: know and that's oh my gosh guys i miss hugs so much i was just thinking about that last night about how much i miss hugs but it, honestly part of what i was getting ready to say before i got distracted by myself was like part of i think a first date in general is just seeing like do you have that physical chemistry, you know, that like intangible chemistry, like when you touch or like hold hands or whatever, and mm. you can't really explore that now because of yeah. COVID. It's so I, weird.
0: I don't know, though. I, to your credit, I do think as long as you're going through the necessary precautions of like having been tested and yeah. um, like having quarantined and been at least like semi-isolated, I, I don't know, like you, like you said, we're, Jared and I are both super lucky because we- Don't necessarily have to be going on dates during these times, Uh, which it just, you know, as much flack as uh, like the self-isolation type stuff gets, I kind of like it because I just don't really like being around people at all. So this has kind of been like more of like a kickstart to be like, ah, you just keep doing what you're doing. You know, don't worry about being around people. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like like I said, it's like you still have to be safe, but you are not going to just like forego every instinct you have on a date. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. just gotta do the best
2: you can. That's what everybody's trying to do. You wear your mask. You stay social distance. Like everybody just has to try to do the best they can because you know people are <clears throat> rightfully so. Of course, everybody's putting the health of the public first. But like, holy right. crap! At some point, like for you, Angela, what are you supposed to just never go on a date with someone? That's for what a I mean. Like,
5: I'm not trying to. No, I can't. I can't do that. And you know what's so crazy though is I honestly did not go into a restaurant from march shut down to september i i literally didn't even do takeout until probably july oh, i was crap. so i was yeah did you so eat? i was like i've been doing i your girl cooks all right
2: oh, <laughs> oh you cook oh my god you're that's already a, a nice little checklist you got there right you anybody cook- listening
5: <laughs> Wifey wifey status. To our well, thirteen I, listeners. So you have yeah, the thirteen not, people listening who are probably yeah. all girls.
4: Angela, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something yeah, tells me yeah. have you, a don't,
2: you, you don't have any issues trying to get guys sliding into your DMs. <laughs> um so all right, I want to talk about the two guys. Alright, we don't have to say their names, we don't have to talk specifics, but I gotta what? know like is there a difference between the like is there a difference between the two guys? Do you find yourself attracted to some qualities with one person, different qualities with another? What's your like ideal guy?
5: Well, Okay. Well, first, hold on. There's not. I didn't say there's. No, there's two guys. We're playing this
2: she, game. This is the road we're going
5: oh, down. I don't okay. think we need to limit
0: it to just two guys. I think there could be three guys. Maybe five guys. I do agree with Angela, though. It's not just two. It could be more.
5: It could be. It could be one. It could be many. It could
0: know. be less. <laughs> for the sake right, anyway, of the conversation, for the sake of the conversation, let's say it's eight guys. What do these okay. eight guys possess that at least? Uh, you know, have you interested to carry on a conversation with them? Like, and what, what would a ninth for? guy? What would a ninth guy have to have in order for you? Yeah, to Yeah, like, this even is consider mostly for the, the guys
2: day? listening out here who's like, okay, right, how the would I get the attention of someone like Angela? Like, mm-hmm. what would I do to stand out? In the
5: I I think well, first off, if you, it's all about like I'm all about genuineness. Like, if you literally try to like slide into my DMs or whatever, and you said, hey. I'm not going to respond. Like I want like effort. Effort is attractive on both ends. I'm not saying just on the guy's part. I am a, a little bit old school compared to most people in this world right now, like dating wise. So yeah, I want a guy to chase me. I'm, I'm a girl. I'm that's just how I've always been. But yeah, I think effort is so attractive and I want someone to be genuine. Like I just want, I'm very like very much cut through the BS. Yes. I'm not gonna cuss. I was going to. You can say <laughs> I it. much. The cut bull- through yeah. the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I don't do games. Like I'm too old for that. I just like I don't want to do it. I don't. I have. So all right. Much- so if
2: somebody's sliding into your DMs, and this is a conversation for all people out there, don't just say hey. Do something better than hey we actually talked about this on the podcast last week there's a dating term it's called hey and pray which is somebody just doing exactly what you talked about throwing a hey out there and just praying they respond yeah. I, I i agree with you like put more detail into your introduction
5: yeah. because like honestly what, what what's going to happen probably if somebody would respond to the hey is they're going to say hey back or what's up it's like why don't we just cut that like three message thing out and get to the point you know what i mean like right. You know, it slide up on a story if you relate to something. You know, like anything. I Ask them know. what their
0: favorite flavor of ice cream is. That'll Dude, elicit a response. Perhaps ice
5: cream. I literally just put a story. When was it? I was celebrating my birthday this past weekend in Atlanta, and we went and got ice cream. And I literally was like, "Ice cream is the key to my heart. It's the key to my heart." What's so your favorite? Me, I really, I'm I'm a chocolate with rainbow sprinkles girl. I'm simple. Oh,
0: mm-hmm.
5: hard I can, soft. I like I like um like frozen yogurt. So soft. Is yeah. My preference. But you know what? I do mess with some Jenny's uh, almond butter brittle or something. It yep, is yep, yep. next level.
0: We love salt Jenny's. Salt
5: and straw flavor. out in LA is good too. Salt and straw is good we, in LA.
0: We used to live a block from a Jenny's in uh, in Venice, and mm-hmm. at least three times a week we would go to Jenny's. It's, uh, it's great. The brambleberry crisp is really good. Um, just my go to that. flavor. That's weird you it's good. That. It's good, right? <laughs> yeah. I love uh, I love a good coffee flavor. Uh, if I mm-hmm. were to like have one flavor for the rest of my life, it would probably be mint chocolate chip. But, uh, you know, I like to try and mix it up a little bit whenever I go out yeah. places and try new things. I'll get like one scoop of something I like and then one scoop of something I've never had before is typically what That's I go That's
5: why for. I like Jenny's. You can do that little mini flight with the three. Yeah. Have you done that? That I recommend I have not done time. that. but so, that.
0: so when Jenny's first came to Venice, they had this like little punch card system that whenever you got a scoop, you would punch the card and eight scoops, you would get a free pint. And we would often we'd go, like I said, we'd go there like three times a week. And so every week we had like three pints of Jenny's ice cream in our fridge all the time. No I I put on a lot of weight during that that era. But uh, <laughs> Jared, what's your favorite flavor?
5: All I can see you being like pick-
0: you're like a vanilla guy. I feel like
5: <laughs> Do, I am a vanilla you believe guy. Dean just called you a basic B, Jared.
2: <laughs> Dude, I don't understand the uh, the prejudice against vanilla ice cream. It's so good. Yes, it's plain. It's basic, but it's. It's consistent. It's great. You can put any toppings on there, and everything goes with it. There's something about vanilla that's so underrated to me, and everybody just hates on it. And I feel like I have to. It never lets you down. It never lets me down. My favorite, though, my go-to whenever I go is the the chocolate slash vanilla twist soft serve in a cone. Mm -hmm. Good. It's just it's just it's effective. It's consistent. If it's not broke, don't try to fix it. Waffle or sugar cone.
5: Like waffle or w- sugar cone is the real question. Waffle. Oh,
4: always
2: waffle. For soft serve, waffle. waffle. Yeah. Waffle, right? You don't, get so-
0: you don't get soft serve in a in a cone. You get a soft serve in a bowl.
2: No, you get it in a cone. Like
0: Froyo? Like soft serve frozen yogurt?
2: No. You can. like I mean, you can if you want, but no. Like I if get it, oh, an ice I see cream the machine. Yeah, yeah. Then you serve. do
0: sugar cone. Yep.
2: Exactly. And you put it I right in there. I see what you're there. saying. Oh, it's fantastic. I will say it's a...
0: Two Two points I want to make real quick. Jared, to your credit, I do think that there's a reason that vanilla has been around since the dawn of time. It's because it does have, you know, <laughs> mass appeal. it's It's kind of like topping agnostic. You can kind of put whatever you want onto it. Uh, and then to Angela's, what she said earlier, too, being a froyo girl, I also am a fro yo girl. Uh, <laughs> and my phrase my favorite frozen yogurt flavor is the vanilla of frozen yogurt, which is just mm-hmm. plain tart. I love, I love plain tart. It's my absolute favorite because, as Jared likes, you can put any topping you want on oh, it, like the cheesecake on. crumbles, all those you things. You know,
2: there's few things that I enjoy more than the fact that Dean just said on the podcast, topping agnostic. Mm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good.
2: I like that we're just introducing new terms every week. So, uh, Angela, we have so much more to get to with you. <laughs> if I said that correctly. Yeah, nice. Uh, And there's a lot of things I want to talk about, including your time on Bachelor, including a previous relationship, if you don't mind discussing that a little bit. And of course, Crystal Nielsen is now pregnant. You're good friends with her. I really want to talk about that with you. But before we get into all that, let's take a quick break.
0: True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the
2: yard.
1: The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes.
2: Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same. And I love her so much. And I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me.
1: Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine.
3: Any disease.
0: All right, everybody, welcome back. We still have Angela uh masca here. Oh wow! Oh, and everybody's busting <laughs> my balls about how
2: <laughs> Jerry can't pronounce names. A Masqua.
0: A Masqua. That's what I said, isn't it? I think I you know. forgot the play us. the tape. I think play you the tape a lot back. Of in there. I, I, I am. I'm certain I said that. Anyways. uh Jared, Angela, uh, like Jared said before we took the break, we want to jump into a little bit more about Angela's life uh, on the show. You know, she met Crystal, and Crystal had just recently announced her pregnancy. Angela, we know, dated Clay in the most recent season of Bachelor in Paradise. We saw a little bit about that relationship because what we knew about it before, it was all off camera. And now we finally got a little bit of taste of it on uh, this most recent Paradise, which feels like forever ago. I don't know about you guys, but Paradise Season 6 feels like a lifetime ago.
2: It Um, was like eight years ago. Like, Crystal and Chris's wedding? (laughs) Holy crap.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So, Angela, you're close with Crystal. Uh, Obviously, Chris and Crystal got married last season on Paradise. And now Crystal is announcing her pregnancy with, obviously, Crystal and Chris got divorced. So now Crystal is dating someone else. And now she's pregnant with their child. Um, Have you talked to Crystal about that at all?
5: So, I talked to Crystal on the – the last time I talked to Crystal on the phone was – I think the beginning of september and i knew that so she's been like very i'm i can i respect this she's been very i guess not i don't say guarded but you know she wasn't even like i'm friends with her and i knew that she was like with somebody but that's all i knew she, I was like, that's fine. I was like, I don't need to know details as long as you're happy. But she just like, I didn't even know. So I was finding out all of this with the rest of the world. Um, I mean, I knew that she was with somebody and that she was happy, but I didn't know his name. I, I didn't know anything about it. And you know, sometimes you just have to keep things for yourself until Mm -hmm. you're ready. So I totally respected that. But I mean, as long as she's happy, I'm happy. And I'm, she seems pretty dang excited. So I think it's, I think it's a cool time for her and it's definitely a great mom
0: it's definitely something too that's like so sen- it's a sensitive topic so it's like
4: yeah
0: uh i mean i, I don't think anybody's have ever really had to deal with it but it's like it's probably something that you kind of keep close to your chest for as long as you can until like the seal is broken and then everyone knows all of a sudden you know what i mean
5: yeah yeah and i think also people forget that our like we are we are normal people too. And it's, you know, we just have our life kind of more exposed than everybody else. And it's the whole like putting people on social media and relationships and this and that. It's like a sensitive topic because, you know, if it doesn't work out, then you kind of have to like explain everything, you know. So I get it. I totally get why, you know, she wanted to kind of keep that close to her. And, like I said, I respect that. I'm just happy that she's happy. So
2: Totally. It's weird coming from a Bachelor franchise. <clears throat> we're lucky that Dean and I, again, not to like twist the knife, Angela, but we're lucky the fact that we're <laughs> in relationships with other people from the franchise because yeah. it is this weird <clears throat> dynamic. If you date someone who's not a part of the franchise, you have to kind of be like, all right, well, we, you know, it's kind of weird because as soon as like we post about it, people are going to talk about us being in a relationship yeah. and it's just going to add this extra pressure. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a weird dynamic. So um, you know, that's the luck of that. I'm, I'm sure you'll be I, fine. I'm sure you'll be great. There
0: was a there was a story, uh, not well, a story that I've experienced, obviously, well before Kaylin came into the picture. I was dating a girl uh, who was not part of Bachelor Nation or what, what anything like that. We had been dating for a few months, and I remember she made a comment about not wanting to like publicly talk about our relationship because of like the attention that it would bring to her kind of thing like not like in a bad way or anything like that but like she just like was a very private person Mm -hmm. uh and that was my first real experience of like oh like yeah i guess i would never think of that it's such a silly thing to think about like sharing your relationship with just like your friends but then uh, even on um, like the outer, like outside of that as well. Then like other people that you don't know are going to start looking into the relationship and the other person that has never really yeah, people experienced. People are going to be talking about, about it on Reddit, stuff. on
2: Facebook, oh. like <laughs> talking about like you know, oh, this person is too old for this person, or this person is out of this person's league, and like, yeah. it's tough. I remember the first time being on the show, and and you know, your name gets released, and then I remember my local, uh, it was the Providence Journal. Posted this article online was like there's a bachelor contestant from rhode island his name is jared he is a restaurant manager any information you have on him please send to this email yeah and I was like oh, oh my Jesus. Gosh. well not like bad information but they were like we just want to know more about who this person yeah. is that, that's from rhode island that's going to be on the bachelor but i was like jesus oh like Lord. that's terrifying and then seeing all all like my friends talk about me without me being a part of the conversation and when I say friends like people from high school I haven't talked to in years and just yeah. it was like this weird dynamic that now yeah. we're all accustomed to right and so it's weird bringing someone into a relationship and, yeah. and getting them prepped up to be like people are gonna start talking about you you know and and making judgments about you so just kind of get ready for that and I apologize for it but there's nothing you can do
5: yeah I've also honestly though like been on the other end of it though like uh I was dating this guy for a while. And um, he, I think it was more of like, I would never post us or like do a story or like whatever. And he'd be like, oh, you should post us. Like, blah, blah. And I was just like, you know, I it kind of just was like caught me off show? guard. Yeah. It kind of just like ah, caught me off guard. Sketch. But I think, but honestly, I think it was more like, I think he thought I was trying to hide us, but it was more like I was trying to protect us because I know- what comes with it and like honestly I wasn't I wasn't I just wasn't trying to do that because I knew like you said there would be articles written and this and that and like I did not it wasn't like a hundred percent like official you know what I mean so I was just like I it's not that I'm trying to hide you and that kind of caused like a thing between us actually
2: yeah, Dean yeah. and I talked about this on the podcast last week about how social media has really changed the dating game because mm-hmm. even if, you know, you're not someone from the franchise, you know, but you still have social media and you still have your friends and family that you connect with both on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and so on and so forth, that it's 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 weird You know, to be in a relationship and not post about it on social media because then it causes insecurities in the relationship. Why are you not posting about me? Are you trying to hide something? You know, why is your Facebook profile Mm -hmm. still say single on there? There's so much added pressure that has, you know, uh, been infected into the dating world from social media, but it's crazy. To
0: to amplify that even more, too, it's like uh, being single and hosting a dating podcast, extra brutal because you. i don't know it was just that there was a time where every time i hosted this podcast when i was single with jared or vanessa or whoever it was i would like get anxious because i was like well i'm dating people but i don't know like if i should be sharing that i don't know what to say i don't know what they want me to say i don't know what i want to say um you don't know yeah, like who's it's, listening it's yeah I felt it's, bad it's a messy dean. it's a messy situation
2: it was like dean was constantly getting thrown under the bus be like poor guys going on first dates and we're like all right Talk about it to thousands of people on air now. We want to know how'd it go. To to dozens of people, Jared. Yeah, to uh, sorry, 13 to people. Our, our 13 <laughs> listeners. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, so, yeah, Angela, yeah. Yes. I did want to talk about, because we did mention, uh, for my thoughts on Crystal, just because I want to say this, because I'm friends with Chris and Crystal, um, obviously, hey. you know, I'm, I'm friends with Chris. Uh, it's a tough situation he's going through. I'll, I'll be yeah. there for him as a friend. Um and um, but I, I think the most important thing out of this entire situation is that Crystal's happy. Uh, she, you know, she's bringing a, a, a baby into this world. And, and for me, that that takes precedent over everything, you know, because you never mm-hmm. want to have any type of um, negativity towards someone yep. who's, who's going to soon be a parent. Uh, it's all good things. It's all good things for Crystal. It's a great thing that she's pregnant. It's a great thing that she's happy. And I think for me, that's the most important thing. Uh, and that's not to shade Chris he's still a good friend um, but same uh, I did want to talk about their wedding last year uh, because I was there and you had a moment now everybody knows that you dated Clay uh, I think it was off the show right you guys started dating yeah. off the show
5: yeah and you, we never entire dated relationship the was off the show yeah <laughs> So weird. You yeah. guys just
2: felt like a, ba- you know, like a sh- uh, somebody that met on Paradise because you guys were like, quote unquote, a bachelor couple. Uh, well, he
5: was supposed to come on that the first season that I was on, so we would have probably ended up together anyway.
2: Together. And then yeah. you had this moment because you were in Crystal's wedding party where there was you know some back and forth between you and clay before the show aired and clay was there down in paradise and he was with somebody else i think it was nicole at the time and you (laughs) you walked down the aisle and clay was right there and you first of all looked stunning and you had this look like you have you like one eyebrow was raised and you had this going down oh and you just had no. this look a fierce look on your face and you were strutting your stuff and no. you, it, it, it appeared to everybody at the wedding that you <laughs> slowed down just a little bit while walking past clay to make sure he got a good look and as you did that ashley was like grabbing my shoulder like hitting me <laughs> as if like oh my god this is amazing this is amazing um i love ashley so t- uh, she's the best. Uh, so, uh, I ask, uh, you know, were you, uh, were you putting a little bit of extra strut down that aisle?
5: All right. I've said it a million times and I will say it again. I swear to you on everything. I did not do that on purpose. And this is, this is why. Remember earlier I said, I am a model. Okay. So whenever you put me, in front of the mf runway your girl is just goes into autopilot <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i just i, I honestly like whenever we were waiting to to walk down the aisle i honestly started like blacking out because there was just like it was so much all the you know producers and like everybody it was just like all this pressure and i was like oh my i just didn't want to and fall first <clears throat> off because i knew and like i knew that like everybody was waiting for this moment and I was just trying not to think about it because I, I didn't want, I didn't want to make it about me. You know, it's Chris and Crystal's wedding. I did not want to make it about me. And so I honestly, like, that's just how I walked down a runway. Like if, if we were all together right now, I'd do this again. (laughs) I swear to you, like, I'm such a, as soon as, as soon as I found out that Clay stepped foot in paradise, I literally like lost all feeling emotion towards him. I honestly did. It was like the best thing that ever happened to me because I struggled with the breakup because of all all the mess or whatever. That's a whole nother story. But like, Mm -hmm. as soon as I found out that he actually like went, I was like, nah, I'm I'm out. Like, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? And I just was doing me. So I really honestly, truly like, I didn't mean to do the F you walk. It just turned out that way it was so, the greatest moment
2: in my life well, thank, i'm ashley, so happy ashley, i could provide that just, for you ash ashley actually just walked into the room so angela's on the podcast right now and we're talking about the <laughs> if
5: um, oh, the, the
2: you yeah. walk down the aisle even yeah, though yeah. it was not intentional and how you were grabbing my shoulder like hitting me in the chest because you're like this is the greatest <laughs> thing i've
5: ever seen the greatest thing i've ever seen and jared like didn't get like this was such a woman moment and he did not get how exhilarating it was for me when I was listening to this conversation
1: upstairs. Though I thought that Jared was talking about you, Dean, walking down our aisle because I mean oh, well, you I mean, also was... you also had you know a lot of swag in that did moment. Did he have oh, a oh, no. moment? See, oh my god! Well, first of, of all, let's talk about Dean's moment <laughs> when no, no, Dean no, no,
2: walked no, no. down the aisle. Because well, let's let's just put a spade a spade. <laughs> Dean's probably one of the best looking guys you're ever going to meet in your entire life, and he looked. Like perfection at our wedding. His hair was like the length of mine, but completely shaved. You, you stole the show, which was totally no, fine by me. No, you guys, false. my
1: friend who walked down the aisle with him had been married for about a year at that point, but like she did not remember. She would have her given up name. everything
2: the marriage, <laughs> the house, the future, <laughs> all for one night with Dean. <laughs> you guys
0: are t- you guys
1: too much for me like, right now. To her husband, through some...
2: And Dean, I think Three, Dean, were the f- so. <laughs> And Dean, you were the first one to walk down the aisle, I think, right? I, yeah, maybe. Unlike so. uh,
0: Angela said, she wasn't trying to make Chris and Crystal's wedding about her. I was trying to make Jared Nash's wedding about me.
2: <laughs> he said he was trying to make it the wedding about him. Yeah. Um, oh, it was the. I think you were the first one to walk down the aisle because I remember the doors opening. Because uh, I walked in, the doors were closed behind me, obviously, and then the doors opened, and you were there, and I was like, "This is a good way to start off the Did wedding." Did angels like, just
5: sing like, "Oh"? You
2: guys, you like, guys, we gotta stop. We gotta stop.
0: We gotta, gotta see, stop. This
2: not, not to quote Mission Impossible Two, but there's a scene where Tom Cruise like walks past a doorway, and like pigeons are flying behind him, and it's all slowed down, and the music swells up. That was the moment when the doors opened up, and Dean was standing there. Somehow, you know like what? a pigeon flew behind him. There's a nice halo around his
0: head. I really appreciate the ego boost. I really do. It's very kind of you guys. Oh, it was, um, it
2: was so good.
0: All right. Well, so Angela saying that she didn't do that intentionally, and honestly, I believe you. I don't think there's any reason. I really promise. Uh, like
2: no. Yeah. Promise. Of course I
0: believe you. Well, okay. So you said the breakup was another story, and I mean, I know you know we gotta at least just kind of touch on that a little bit. So let's let's talk. Let's have the story. Let's let's hear it.
5: Um. Yeah. It was just. I'll just talk briefly about it. It was just, um, one of those things where, uh, you know, he, like, I said it on the show a couple of days before he broke up with me. He literally was like, looked me in the eye and was like, what do you think our babies are going to look like? And
4: then mm-hmm. a couple of days
5: later, he breaks up with me and he, you know, we had like planned this whole life out together, blah, 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 blah. Da, da. And I was just like, And he just said like, he was just in a really like messed up spot in his life. And like, he just needed to figure himself out. And I understood where he was coming from with that. So I respected that. Mm -hmm. And he was, and then like, after, you know, obviously communication didn't stop right away. And he was just saying like, I could never picture anybody else as my wife. I just need to figure out my life and like all of this stuff. And then he, like a couple weeks later you go on a show to get engaged to somebody else but you're you know i was it really was it it was really that quick of a turnaround it It, it was probably like a month two months max yeah and and keep in mind you have to go to casting weeks prior to actual um, yeah i was like all right i see you all right i see you
2: yeah that That, sucks i'm sorry about that i think that's a lesson for everybody out there if you have any doubts in a relationship don't talk about future plans for yeah. kids or marriage just be communication I know it's yep. it's like you know we beat this thing to death all the time but it's such an important key mm-hmm. of a relationship make sure you guys are on the same page because then yeah. stuff like this happens where you yeah. lead someone on and then there's different expectations in the relationship and then people get hurt yeah,
5: yeah and, like, and like I don't and like I have like no ill will towards Clay at all like I hope that he has like a great life or whatever but honestly like I'm so thankful that God pulled me out of that situation just because like, looking back, I was just like, who like, you know, so I'm I'm glad it all again, like everything fell into place how it should like everything I'm such a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And like, I think clay obviously learned his lesson in all of that is not, you know, be a better communicator and like, you know, all of that. So again, like, I don't wish him any ill will at all, but I'm just so thankful that like you know it
0: happened how it did yeah
5: it did. there <laughs> you go thanks dean <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and I you. Were i'm over on here
0: beta press like shaking like, got head i wonder what here. she's gonna say next <laughs> i got you girl i got you girl all right well yeah i mean thanks, we don't want to be a dead horse but but we we appreciate we appreciate being candid and open and honest with us um yeah, yeah. i mean breakups are never easy especially it's like i mean how often in your life are you going to have to talk about your breakup multiple times to multiple different people it's just like at this point i'm sure you're just kind of like whatever it happened it's over let's move on with our lives because yeah. that's kind of how after after every single breakup you're like yeah i get it it sucked now let's figure out what we're gonna do next um and it sounds like you have because like you said you you have what eight guys that you're dating on no, a regular guys. basis <laughs> gonna
5: we're make gonna make narrow it down so to bad. four
2: <laughs> by the time <laughs> this podcast is over
5: wait should we do like a virtual bachelorette
2: i'm no, kidding <laughs> oh yeah, my god i mean I honestly. Would... I would love nothing more. That would be awesome. We can have
0: an ice cream
5: date. (laughs) Ice
0: cream, uh, Froyo,
2: soft serve, all the
0: dates. Uh,
5: We could do a a fashion runway, walk off. I mean, come on guys. And we could even do like, so
2: like the first 12 are virtual dates and then the next eight get 12 feet away from you. And then the next (sighs) four get eight feet away from you and then your final two get within six feet of you mm. uh and then we have to choose who's going to actually be able to Smooch me uh, to give you elbows um, oh the
5: elbow okay
2: the elbow great move right there um <laughs> so we have much more coming up with angela as well i want to ask you there's one date that you talk about uh that i have to know the story some guy had a reservation at a restaurant and put down Batman as his name. I want to talk more oh. about that. Cause that's while ridiculous, also awesome as a bit as a Batman fan myself, uh, it's a move. I wish I pulled, um, I
5: forgot about that.
2: Oh, well, we're going to bring it back on the podcast. We have an email oh. and dating terms to get to. And then before we go to break, I just want to ask you one thing. Cause I think it's a travesty and I want Nick to come on the podcast and discuss what went through his head with this decision I didn't know you were eliminated week
5: one of his season. Sure was night one. (laughs) Week (laughs) one, night one. one.
2: Like I thought when thinking back, I was like, "Oh yeah, Angela, she was like top eight week one." We have to get Nick on this podcast and ask him what the hell was he thinking? That's a that's (laughs) ridiculous. Um, But we of it's true. We have more coming up with Angela, but first let's take a quick break.
0: True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail
2: wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard.
1: The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes.
2: Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was
0: Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a
1: few days after.
0: They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives and not even a week later we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives and and whenever we're on a trip all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you
1: Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily
4: routine. any disease
2: all right uh we're back (laughs) uh so angela i did want to ask you about this guy who uh, this was one of your worst date memories apparently and he put down batman as Mm -hmm. the name under the reservation what the hell was that about
5: okay yeah this was a this was a while ago like years ago i actually forgot about it but uh yeah it was it was like a first date so i think it kind of just caught me off guard and i was i was excited to go on a date with this guy and i was like serious about it or whatever and then we get to the restaurant and he's like batman and i was just like what like it just caught me off so guard so he went and to I the was-
2: host and the hostess said what's the name under the yes. reservation and he yes. with a dead straight face said
5: batman, batman? Yes. And I think I was just shook and I was just like, Oh, like, are you not serious about that? Like, I think it just kind of like hit me the wrong way. And, and honestly, like I said, it was years ago. So I was, you know, like I was just more like, Oh my gosh. Yes. The first day. I mean, I was like, probably, I think I was still in college or maybe a year out of college. I mean, it was a long time ago. How old was this guy? He was probably like a year or two. No, I think he was like three years, two or three years older than me. So that's why I think it was just like a little like I love having fun and being goofy like I'm such a goofy person but I think there's like that I think there was just like the the wrong moment it was like a yeah. first date you know what I mean like I'm- I didn't know was what are you for real like you like you really think you're Batman or are you trying to yeah but like you know what I mean it was just a weird it just
0: I think my my only issue with something like that is I I kind of side eyed a little bit too especially because like. It's funny and it's harmless. Don't get me wrong. But it kind of like makes the hostess's job a little bit more challenging than it needs to it be, too. You know awkward what I mean?
5: moment. It was awkward. Yeah.
2: yeah she's it, like, and follow first me, dates are already awkward. Batman. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like you're making her uncomfortable. Your table's
5: ready, yeah. Batman. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. it was just like first dates are already like have an awkwardness to them. So I was just like, OK, I don't know. I just didn't know how to take them. But that's not like my worst, worst date story. Give
0: us give us a more recent and maybe a worse dating story
5: um my i think my worst dating story was uh i was on a date with this guy it was like a setup and he was a good bit older than me actually and we went to get ice cream after the date because i am nice. <laughs> and we were sitting on this like couch side by side So it was more like a hangout coffee ice cream place whatever and out of nowhere, he is like sitting beside me and he just like takes my hair and like sniffs it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like,
2: huh. Yeah. That's oh, a major red, red okay. flag oh, right there.
5: Oh, it gets better. It gets better. Wait, do I, you, think you I can't, it I gets can't worse. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't make this up. Like honestly. And he was just like, Oh, your hair smells so good. And I was like, thanks like whatever and then I tried to like rush out of there the next day this this is burned in my brain the next day he texted me word for word Angela I can't get your scent out of my nostrils I think you shot something up my nose (laughs) I was like oh my god I'm about to get murdered by this man like my scent like I'm an animal I was just I was oh my I was mm -mm. so yeah it it Batman is nothing in comparison to this. He's a poet.
2: Like, He's a romantic. <laughs> yeah, you needed Batman to come save the day. Your yes,
0: scent is burned with the Batman. hairs in my nostril.
5: I was just like, who says that? Like, yeah, that's I get weird. it. I get it. He was trying to be nice and be like, oh, you smell good. Like, I'm thinking about you, probably. But, bro, like reword that or something for for
0: the record angela i do think you probably have the best hair of anyone to ever go on any of the bachelor shows
5: well thank you that's so nice thank you
2: very what would the voluminous voluminous
0: Voluminous. thank you Voluminous. yeah i was like well well,
5: i I think it's just because i've never i've never done anything to it like i've never colored it i've never highlighted it it's just super it just
0: gets sniffed every once in a while but that's not really (laughs) gonna like deteriorate the quality Uh, of it at all
5: there you go he
2: knows Ah, a couple (laughs) sniffs never hurt some hair
5: yeah,
0: Jared, what's your worst dating story? I don't think we've ever talked about that.
2: My worst dating story? Well, I went on a date with one time, so my pet peeve is how people treat their, people that serve them. That's waiters, one of mine as well. Bartenders, just because mm-hmm. I worked in the hospitality industry for so long, it, it makes it all the the world. a lot about
5: someone's character too. I agree,
4: Absolutely. whether you
2: make eye contact, mm-hmm. when you say thank you, please, you know, you're uh, an ad of, uh, active listener. So anyway, so I went to this date one time, I met this girl in New York, and she she just got a little drunk and and so she was it was kind of a just a pretty bad day and then anyway so when the waiter first came over he was like introducing himself and she interrupted him and said i'll take a pomegranate martini and didn't even look at him when she said it she just was looking down at the table he was doing his whole spiel and then interrupted him halfway to order a pomegranate martini, and I was like, alright, never mind, this is definitely not going to work out. Oh and then she went gosh. on to order like three more, and then of course she picked the place, and it was like this very expensive steakhouse, and I was going to pay mm-hmm. because I just like paying for the first date, so I'm not saying gentlemen. You're a that... gentleman. Yes, but I'm also not against people splitting first dates, I think it's a case-by-case yeah. basis, but me personally, I like paying for the first date. So of course, like I had a horrible date. She orders three pomegranate martinis, and we go to the steakhouse, and she got like a fifty dollars steak. So it cost me like two hundred fifty dollars, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing with my life? I gotta get the hell out of here. I hate New York City." So anyway, that was like my my worst date story.
0: That's definitely the worst too. When you know there's not going to be a second date, and it, the first date was like you went big on it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, I didn't pick the restaurant. She did. Right. So I was like, son of a
0: bitch <laughs> and that was pre that was pre-influencer jared too so money was a little probably a little harder to come
2: oh by. my god i was like i gotta i gotta pick up another shift this week <laughs>
5: <laughs> what about you dean what's that. your worst story
0: uh what's my worst dating story <laughs> well uh i was probably i think i was in mexico uh we were at a restaurant uh i was dating this i went on a date with this girl who was on a colton season of the bachelor and uh, man, there just there was no conversation. She better be standing uh, right there. there. I was, was like, wait, wait, you had me for one second. I was like, wait, what? It was bad. We jumped into a pool, and she like, I don't know. It was. She, she told she, me she, I lived a pretty cool life. <laughs> I think she puked in the bathroom at one point because she had a couple too many margaritas. <laughs> or it could have been the steak it is. I don't know exactly.
2: steak quesadillas you every time, I'll tell you.
0: You know, I can't think of my worst date- dating story. I think the first thing that comes to mind for whatever reason is a long, long time ago, I was on a date with a girl that I met on like Bumble or something like that. And it was very clear on the date that she had been dating a lot of other guys from Bumble because she kept mixing them up. And like asking me questions that other guys, like pertain to other guys. It was like very obvious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and I would like answer the question. And then, like, maybe like 30 minutes later, she would like ask me the same question again. Like, she clearly wasn't paying attention as well.
4: Ew, uh, yeah. And
0: it was just, that was like, it, I don't like, again, it was one day. I don't really even remember the girl's name. Obviously, there was never a second date because there was just no chemistry yeah. there. But it, that, was, that was one of the worst ones I think I could say I've been on.
2: Nothing, nothing, I'm nothing not said uh, that question. Oh, first yeah. date. They're the, yeah. they're the best stories. I know. Um, Easton just texted us because we were talking about reservation names, and Easton said, "I've definitely made a reservation once for Schwarzenegger, party of Two
6: <laughs> But <laughs> uh, was but it Schwart- so
5: you could get a reservation with the name, or was yeah. it funny? Oh yeah. Oh.
6: <laughs> I'll, I'll explain if you will allow me. I, I, we, it was at the Space Needle in Seattle, and I was, I was thinking because I called and I was like. Yeah, uh, the name's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it'll be for two. And I was hoping that they'd think I was like his assistant. And then when I get there, they'd have a nice table for him. And it'd be too late to change it once they saw it wasn't actually him. So I, <laughs> I, I, go, I go to check in, and you know, some other staff came out to see who showed up for it. And uh, they were all disappointed, and uh, my girlfriend was very annoyed. So it did, it did not work. <laughs> did, you you get a,
2: did you? Did they give you a good table? I did not get a good table.
6: It did not, it uh, did not work. So they...
2: They're obviously not Terminator work? fans up there. Exactly. Very disappointing. <laughs> they're not They're not fans of Kindergarten Cop <laughs> up at the Space Needle.
5: Oh, I forgot about that
6: movie. It's like that. Do
0: uh, you guys remember that old Michael Jordan commercial? It wasn't Michael Jordan, the basketball player, but it was like just some random guy named Michael Jordan. And he would always like make reservations. And like the <laughs> the, the people at the restaurant would always like poke out to see who it was. And they'd always be like super disappointed. Oh.
2: This happened to me one time when I first started walk, working at Carrabba's. Carrabba's Italian Grill in 2009, I was hosting. And somebody called and they didn't call. I just, I was looking at the reservation list. It was a Saturday night. We were packed. And I looked at one name and it said Tom Brady for two people. No way. I swear to God. So, this was 2009, so it wasn't like completely out of the realm of possibility that Brady could go to a Carabas in Rhode Island. Because, you know, if he lives in the Gillette area, we're only a half hour away. Maybe he likes Carabbas, Who the hell knows? So I was like, there's no way. So everybody's like freaking out because it's like Tom Brady. Especially if your name is Tom Brady and you live in New England, yeah. like you should change your name immediately. So, of course, this poor guy comes walking in and he's like, uh, it's under a Brady, party of two. And everybody was like,
6: uh, a collective right. sigh follow
2: me <laughs> to your table you s- you asshole oh i uh, know poor guy. just a random guy and it's like the Michael. every time i hear about the michael jordan commercial i think about that guy because especially living in new england like anywhere he goes yeah my, my name's my name's tom Brady. you know I that like man disappoints people
5: on the regular on the right. regular that man lives with that on his soul every day
2: oh the poor guy um <laughs> So I do, we have an email and I want to get to a dating trend. Uh, so I guess we'll do the email first before we wrap up the podcast. Uh, this comes, uh, I won't say her name, but she DM'd us on Instagram. Once again, if you're not following our Instagram account, please go follow us. It is help. I suck at dating. I post Dean's face on there constantly. So it's great content. Uh, So our emailer says, I have a question for the podcast. Is it healthy to unfollow your ex when you're in a new relationship? My ex and I didn't end on bad terms. He's a great guy, but he was ready for a lot more of a commitment than I was ready for at the time. I hurt him pretty badly when we broke up, and we honestly were still on and off for several years afterwards. He expressed that he still had feelings for me pretty close to the time my current boyfriend and I started dating. So I thought it would make me more comfortable to unfollow him, and I noticed that when I unfollowed him, he also unfollowed me as well. I don't have negative feelings towards him, and and I am completely moved on, but I honestly just don't want to hurt him more than I already have. I didn't want me posting about my new relationship on social media to make him feel worse. What are your opinions? Should I have unfollowed him or should I have just kept the status quo?
0: I think Angela should handle this one first.
5: All right, here's my thoughts. I think this is what, I'm just gonna go off of what I would do. Um, I think to start off after a breakup, I think it's best to mute the person. So you don't see their stuff, you're not tempted to look at their stories instead of just instantly unfollowing them. Because sometimes right after you break up, you know there's a chance you guys get back together and then it's so awkward. And, and honestly, like for me, I know this isn't for most people, but like it's, it's stupid, but people look to see who we follow and unfollow, you know what I'm saying? So it's just easier to just mute somebody if you're not sure. And then I would say after a certain period of time, like, okay, now I'm starting to date somebody, I think it's appropriate to unfollow that person, even if it didn't end badly, just because what she was saying is like, you don't want that person, you don't want to shove it in someone's face. You know, it, it's harder for some people. It's always harder on one person the breakup. Very rarely is a breakup completely even and the people feel exactly the same. That's great if that happens, but that's not normal, I would say. So I would do the mute for the, for the first little bit. And then after whenever you feel appropriate a month couple of weeks couple of months whatever then unfollow because honestly if you guys aren't together what is i don't really see a point and like getting updates about that person's life so i would i would start with the mute and then graduate to the unfollow it's my one nice do.
0: I, I like that i think that's i think that's appropriate i uh Personally would disagree just because I like to rip the band aid off. I would just go straight for the unfollow. But the mute is definitely like the it's like an easier letdown, you know what I mean? So I think yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. more that that like yeah. I think that's like the the more appropriate way. But personally, I just say rip the band aid off and just go straight to the unfollow. Because it's like it's like you said, I mean you don't want to be seeing that what they're doing on a regular basis. You don't necessarily care if That You you don't care for them to see what you're doing on a regular basis, especially once you start like posting with your new significant other. It just is going to like lead to harsh, harsh feelings. So that's why I say just rip it off. But I do agree the mute is a little bit more like civil of sorts, you know, like it does because there is like a little bit of a sting that when you look at someone's profile and you see who they're following and they're no longer following you, you're kind of like, oh, that's that's a little bit. When I also
5: when you were saying like the more civil thing, I also don't ever want and I'm not saying that you are. Are like this for doing that but like i don't want anybody to think i'm being like petty that's why i was like if we yeah. wake up that like two seconds later i'm unfollowing you like i just you know what i mean i don't want ever, anyone to think that because it's like true like him you know i don't want to hurt that person even more if i was the one who hurt him so that's why i was like all right let me just let me just gradually you know take it take it down notch by notch yeah true. this one's
2: that's tough <clears throat> i feel like i feel like people need to as as harsh as this is going to sound i think people need to take account accountability for their own feelings. Um and so like if you are in a new relationship and you do want to move on, I I kind of agree with Dean. I, I think it's probably best to rip off the band-aid as horrible as that sounds, but in the long run it's probably going to be the best for both of you instead of mm-hmm. like trying to show that you care and and it's because like you said Angela, it's always worse for one person in a relationship mm-hmm. and it really sucks. Um, but no, I, I don't blame this particular emailer for unfollowing, uh, this person. If, if, you know, they don't want to hurt them and they want to move on with their life. I, I think that's probably the best course of action. And so like being on the other side of it, I went through uh, a, a bad breakup where I wasn't over the person and I just blocked them on Facebook for quite some time. Cause I couldn't help myself, but look every time I was on Facebook to the point where even when I blocked them, I would constantly unblock them and then look at their profile and then block (laughs) them again. And it's this constant cycle. And so at one point I deleted Facebook and got off Facebook and that was good because then people noticed I wasn't on Facebook. So then it became like, uh, this thing where I couldn't go on Facebook. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, cause I didn't want them to see me back on Facebook because they already knew that I deleted my Facebook and I deleted my Facebook for this one specific reason. So they knew if I was back on Facebook, I was back on there to look at my ex. So it was like this thing. So that, forth. yeah. So that actually helped me because then I was like, no, I can't go back on because people know that I'm not on Facebook and I kind of want to keep it that way. So I don't know. Yeah, It, it
5: held yourself accountable.
2: Exactly. So like yeah. people just need to do what's best for them. It's, Did you guys
0: ever have the app, uh, where it would show you who unfollowed you on Instagram and
2: stuff like that.
5: Is that I, there a was, real thing, though? Yeah,
2: yeah I keep well, seeing ads for this. I, I'm, I'm,
0: is I it don't, I don't well, so mess so a long time that. ago, before, before – uh, it, it only kind of makes sense to me if you have only, like, your friends follow you, you know, like before we were on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, I mean, I admit I had the app. It was always, like, a curiosity within me to, like, see who was unfollowing me. So um, it did, this, it's a, this a real like, thing, then. It's a real thing. I, 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 I can assure you it is. and I had it for a while because as Angela was saying, there's like a certain level of like uh, I'm like pettiness where you're like, oh, like why did this person unfollow me? And it's not like an ex or anything. It's just like random people. Yeah. And again, it's like people that aren't in your life anymore. So you can like totally understand why they would unfollow you. But there's like still just a little like, you
5: know, you sting. just kind of want to know. You're like, oh. Yeah, it's
0: a little bit of a sting. Yeah. I'm, right? I'm not important
2: <laughs> enough for you to yeah. follow me.
0: You, just you don't, like, you don't me just like my like content that? enough,
2: bro yeah <laughs> you could have reached out anytime i'm here um jared what's your
0: what's your dating term of the week for
2: us all right so i got two because the first one is pretty self-explanatory but i still want to talk about it so my first dating term so angela we do this every week where we introduce new dating terms i'm trying to get Easton to get some sort of like sound buzzer to make this more fun but you know god forbid Yeah, we need can to make our
5: own sound buzzer
2: yeah do 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 dating terms um <laughs> i don't know what the hell that was so we have two this week uh the first one so like i said i asked the question what does this dating term mean everybody gives their own explanation and then i tell you what it actually is so the first one like i said pretty self-explanatory the dating term 2020 we're introducing today is half night stand half night stand Hmm. dean what do you think it is
0: uh i think a half night stand it's pretty obvious that what it is is you meet someone you go to their place, you hook up, and then you go home from there. Rather than staying the night and leaving in the morning, you just leave that night and don't sleep over. That's my guess. Angela? I have
5: to. That's what I was going to guess. I don't. I, fun fact, I will broadcast this since only 13 people listen. I've never had a one night stand in my life ever. Wow. That's good. Congratulations. I, have not. I know. So I was like, I, I don't know. That whole thing just seems super awkward to me. So, I mean, I think if I was going to, I maybe would want to have a half-night stand rather yeah. than a one-night stand and just leave right after instead of, like, sleeping and awkwardly waking up and be like, all right, uh, I'm
0: going to head out. Yeah. I'm
5: gonna <laughs> right. out. You know, yeah. so was, I think if I was, was going nice. to... Yeah, I think if I was going to do that, I would rather do a half-night stand than a one-night stand.
0: I want to give I want to give a 1B answer, too. I, I think a, one, a half-night stand might also alternatively be... Uh, you go over to their house. You only you stay the night, and you wake up in the morning and leave. But you don't go all the way with this person. You only go halfway, so like you make oh. out or something like that. I want I wanted to have two I two answers in the that. pot there. Very I think interesting. About
2: that. Mm-hmm. Well, the definition of half night stand a single sexual encounter where one person heads back home immediately after sex typically to avoid inconvenience or awkward small talk in the morning unlike a one-night stand in which they would typically stay the night and they use this in a sentence obviously because that's amazing and it goes <laughs> i had a half night stand last night i really wanted to wake up in my own bed so i called an uber as soon as we were done
0: <laughs> yeah I agree if I were to have a one-night stand I would prefer it to be a half-night
2: stand you so like did you, did you, you ever you guys ever watch Jersey Shore yeah of back course. back
5: in the day yeah
2: oh man so the situation Mike oh, uh, call first of us. all shout out to Mike's situation he's expecting their first child congratulations to Mike and his wife but Mike back in the day when I used to watch Jersey Shore he would do this all the time and it was so messed up like they would bring he would bring home a girl after the club <laughs> They would go to the smush room, and then he'd walk out. He'd call them a cab, and then he'd go back in the room and be like, Hey – like uh, I called you a cab. It should be here in a few minutes. Like, uh, do you want you want a water or anything? Like he wouldn't even know. ask them to stay the night. He would just call them a cab. I was like, oh god, why do I enjoy yeah. watching this show?
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of yeah, that's messed up. I'm, I right, know, I was because... sitting here thinking though, I was like, with a half night stand, do those like start earlier in the night? Then is that like a you know what I mean? Because who <laughs> that's like, like a six thirty right? one night stand. Yeah, yeah. Stand. <laughs> like who wants to leave at like four a.m.
2: We got to right, be in bed right. by ten. That's you know?
5: dangerous. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, So the second dating term uh, is fubbing. It's P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G, fubbing. What do we think fubbing is?
0: Can we get uh, Mark and Easton to weigh in on this one? Because they're usually the ones with the most creative ideas.
2: I have to recuse myself from this one. We have discussed this uh, on the morning show
0: with Seacrest. I know already what it is. You know, what an
2: honest man. Easton, do you have any idea what fubbing could possibly be?
0: I think Eason's in the same boat as Mark, right? No, know. you know,
6: I um, I was not listening on the morning show when this was discussed, nice. so I'm 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 good. I don't know what this is. Uh, fubbing, um, with a ph.
5: I, is, is it <laughs> phat? Oh, so the Maybe. ph.
6: Oh, that's very that that's important. That's yeah, funny. not an F.
2: P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G.
6: Phubbing. Uh, fubbing. Oh my god.
5: What I, if it's like? What if it's like you screwed it up? Like,
6: man, I really. I like think-
0: I think I know what fubbing is, Easton if you want if you got something you can go for it, but I think I got this on the head here
6: okay, I think it's okay, it's when you take a ziploc bag, you fill it with mayonnaise, <laughs> you put it between the mattress and the box spring no i yeah. I'm just, i don't I don't know what I don't know what it you is. were
2: listening like, this morning, you know exactly yeah, what fubbing yeah. is I don't know what How it the, the hell is, did I you swear. know it was mayonnaise in a ziploc bag <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, here's my take on fubbing. This is what fubbing is in my uh a professional opinion it is a play off the word phone ph phone and uh flubbing so it's when you use your phone improperly in dating so like let's say the person's really they're really nice in person but then when they're you know communicating through their phone they're fubbing it up by messing it up and they're bad communicators via text they don't answer their phone that's fubbing it
5: mm, see i said messing it up i had i had a i had a smidge of that like, yeah uh, that, I I like that you smashed those two words together. Thanks.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm good I'll, at smashing. right,
6: I'll go with Dean. I get on yeah. Dean's train.
0: Okay. Easton, Dean. it's not too late to jump on, man.
6: I I mean, I, I'm, I'm on board. I'm with Dean. We're at a fork <laughs> here. All right, Easton? Yeah. <laughs> Which way are you going? <laughs> I'm on Team Dean. Dean, you were
2: so close. I give oh. you all the props. Because the pH is for the phone. Okay. But it's not flubbing that they're rhyming with, it's snubbing. So oh. for fubbing, the definition is snubbing someone you're spending time with by ba- paying more attention to your phone than oh. them. This is also known as apparently sidebarring, and this is how Dang. you use it in a sentence. The date was awful. She spent the whole time fubbing me, just scrolling <laughs> through TikTok and Instagram. Fubbing, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Can you don't I just make get a, Can
5: I just make a statement, Jared? I cannot wait until you and Ashley have kids because you're gonna be the best storybook reader at nighttime to them, just because like your expression, like you're just, you're, you're golden. I, I already
2: read uh, 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 bedtime stories to Lois, so I'm practice go. makes There you go,
5: that's perfect. perfect. No, yeah. wait, fubbing, that's, that's totally yeah. a thing. That's happened to me before.
0: Yeah, I've definitely been on the other side of the fubbing. I fub people all the time. Really? Not like intentionally, you know, I just think sometimes i sounds
5: so dirty.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. There's just sometimes more interesting things to see on your phone than there are to have in
2: conversation with your
0: friends or whatever. You know,
2: I've I've been fubbed by Nick Viol many times. At
0: oh, lunch. you have to you have to go into a, a meeting with Nick Vial, knowing that you're going to get fubbed
2: pretty uh, hard. You- the fubbing is real with him.
0: But you, if you fub him back, you could fub each other, and then it's like no one's getting fubbed at all, you know?
2: Yeah, but at that point, I'll
5: just he cancels stay out home. the fubbing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
2: Oh, uh, that's great. Well, Angela, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. you were such a, 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 a shine. Uh, what, am, what am I thinking? You, you brought so much such a bright light. To, bright light.
5: Oh, well, thank you guys. I had so much fun hanging out with you.
2: No, this was great. So, um, again. Uh, everybody can go follow you on Instagram. Is there anything mm-hmm. else you want to plug quickly before you before we yeah. all head out?
5: So my Instagram is at angk7. And then I also have a YouTube channel. Um, so I do, if you like my hair or my makeup or fashion, health, I have recipes, what I eat in a day, all the things, um, that's on my YouTube channel. So you guys can check that out as well.
2: And that's nice. just under your name, I'm assuming?
5: Yeah, it's just Angela Amasqua. <laughs>
2: a masquas. a masqua, a masqua so yeah. that's right that's right so if anybody out there wants to uh, sniff Angela's hair and wants to see more of it definitely go to YouTube and check out her YouTube channel I'm kidding do not do that well definitely yes. go watch
5: her YouTube channel yes don't but- Don't be
2: creepy. Don't be creepy. Don't sniff hair. That's creepy. Uh,
0: PSA
5: of of the day, kids. Angela,
2: thank you for joining us. Your scent will forever be in
0: our nostrils. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week. week Yeah. I
2: think we're going to get 14 after today.
0: Where maybe we'll suck just a little bit less.
2: Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: any disease.